Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast and I'm your host Ruth Sanderson and in this episode I want to explore the emotion of fear and what drives us because this year I'm exploring and attempting to understand what drives our fears more. I know what a topic to pick and maybe I'll choose something smaller for next year. However fear is a powerful emotion It stops us in our tracks, influences our thoughts and the words or actions that we take. For example, let's take psychological safety, which is so important in any relationship, whether that's work or personal. And fear is a significant component that reduces this. So I've been asking myself questions like, as a leader, how do we reduce the amount of fear present? Is fear ever healthy? What's the toll on our health, productivity and creativity? How do my fears determine what's possible for me or the group or the business? And I know these are big questions and maybe by the end of the year I'll have more answers to these. Because our need for certainty, our capacity to tolerate the unknown, well then fear is riding that carriage with us. We just need to pay attention that it's not actually driving the carriage. I recently got an email from Thoughts from the Universe in my inbox and if you don't yet subscribe to that then go to tut.com. So anyway, a particular sentence jumped out at me. It said, even your fears and challenges are admired along with the courage it took to choose them. Yeah, you chose them. And it stopped me in my tracks and I reflected. And here's the magic or the power. I did choose my fears. All of them. You know, in a nanosecond, there was a conscious choice. But it's a nanosecond. It's so tiny that I probably didn't realise that I'd made that choice. But having made that choice, then my fears run on autopilot, which makes it feel like I never chose them. And some of my fears make sense. There is an event and I can correlate it to the fear. Others, well, they're there. And yet the event that started it is all forgotten. And we wonder why and did I really pick this one? Because it makes absolutely no sense at all. Because after all, who'd choose to be scared of steps? I mean, I'm 52 for goodness sake. And still, when I walk up or down steps, I have to talk to myself. It's in my head, don't worry, but it is hilarious. Really, I do see the funny side of this. Now, I was in my 40s when I almost fell down a flight of stairs, but I've had this, what seems like an irrational fear, forever. So it certainly isn't that particular event that's caused it. So I know the saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. And sometimes that works. You know, we grow 
our fear shrinks or we just find a way of managing the fear, keeping it in proportion or at a level that it doesn't change our actions. In other words, if we didn't feel this fear, we'd still actually perform the same action. And we should feel proud of the fact we're taking the same action, even though we feel anxious or whatever the emotion is that we would describe under that banner of fear. You know, it's true. Every time I successfully navigate a set of steps, I acknowledge that I didn't let my fear make other choices for me. Because sometimes there's a voice in my head shouting, there's a lift over there, you could take that. Who cares, it's just one floor. (laughs) There is another possible outcome to feeling the fear and doing it anyway. We feel elated afterwards. In other words, at times we get confused between the feeling of fear and excitement, as they can produce similar sensations in the body. It's all a matter of how we label them. And more often than is useful, we're quick to label the sensation as fear. For example, butterflies in the stomach is a sensation commonly present in both emotions. The fear of presenting is another common fear. It's another one I had. Now, notice I use the past tense with this fear. That's not to say I don't experience a few nerves at times. It's... An alert that's telling me that there's something else going on, perhaps another fear, a fear that usually has absolutely nothing to do with presenting per se. What is normal is for me to feel a few butterflies, a slight buzz, a feeling of excitement. Years ago, I had the pleasure of chatting with an actor and we were talking about walking out onto a stage and I was describing how I used to be aka a nervous shaking wreck that either spoke to the floor or the ceiling and how I felt now which meant I was actually speaking to my audience's faces. Anyway I wanted to know how do I get to feeling nothing and being confident and he smiled and said if he walked out onto a stage and felt nothing he knew he was in trouble. We had a really great conversation And whilst I worked on reducing the fears and their effects, I stopped trying to get rid of my excitement. What's more, there are some situations in which you really don't want to give me the microphone. Or you do, but with a very clear time limit. And i got to say, if you told me this all those years ago when my heart was about to burst out of my chest, I would have said, absolutely no way, that will never be me. (laughs) Just goes to show. I think sometimes the important question to answer with yourself is, do I want to get rid of this fear or manage it? An inverse question might be, what's this fear costing me? You see, I'm quite happy talking myself through a set or two of stairs so my anxiety is manageable. I wasn't happy with managing my fear when presenting. Consequently, I looked at what I could do to reduce it significantly. Learning or improving our skills can be one way. We can also look a little deeper as to what else is going on. What beliefs or stories are we running? Here's something we can do to help us get through this, which is talk with the fear. Having acknowledged what the specific fear is, then we can explore more. Remember when I said that the magic or power is in, really, in realising that we chose the fear? even if it happened in a nanosecond. 
Entering the conversation with the fear from the perspective of having chosen it results in the exploration being more potent and effective than if we're still feeling like it chose us or happened to us. So if I felt that my steps fear was something out there that picked me, then for a start, I'd be unlikely to see the funny side of it. And secondly, I doubt very much I would be sharing it with you. Of course, sharing it with you does feel slightly scary. And if I tap into what that particular fear is, then of course, it's about the fact that I'm being vulnerable and sharing something that I can't completely explain. Now, of course, this isn't the actual fear. The fear is that you might judge me in an unfavourable way. Which, if I'm continuing my dialogue with myself, brings up a belief I have and a question. So the belief that I hold is, what someone else thinks of me is none of my business. Your mind and your therefore your thoughts are yours, just as my mind and my thoughts are my own. In which case, how you judge me is entirely up to you. And then there's the question. How am I judging me in relation to this fear? For example, do I think any less of me? And in that moment, I have my answer. And I'm grinning from ear to ear. And poof, this feeling has gone. Now, we can do this with ourselves, this dialoguing. And at other times, it's useful or faster to have this conversation with an external person. I love seeing clients have those poof moments when a fear vanishes. But whatever route you choose, it is good to talk. We all have fears, explainable or otherwise. Our our power lies in our choice in this moment. To keep the fear, to manage the fear, to avoid the fear, to reduce or remove the fear. Which brings me back to one of my questions at the beginning of this podcast. How do my fears determine what's possible for me or the group or the business? So a version of that question might look something like this. How does this specific fear in its current state determine what's possible? And am I okay with that choice right now? And if you fancy some fear busting or you want to make different choices then of course, do get in touch. But in the meantime, go and be the difference in leadership. Leadership.